John Souther's tenure as mayor of Colorado Springs ends next week after two terms in office. KRCC's Abigail Beckman spoke with him about his legacy, the pandemic, and whether he plans to stay involved in city politics. What do you see as your legacy as mayor of Colorado Springs? Well, first of all, I think other people define one's legacy. So um, I just can say the things that I feel best about. The city was in a little bit of a stagnant state. Uh, We really had not made any significant infrastructure investment in a couple of decades. The city engineer estimated we had a $1.5 to $2 billion infrastructure deficit, primarily roads and stormwater. We had tremendous legal issues surrounding our stormwater system. The voters had done away with a stormwater fee in 2009. We drastically reduced our stormwater spending, and I walked into the office uh, facing lawsuits from the EPA, state of Colorado, and Pueblo, and uh, the lower Arkansas Valley. And so we look back, and we have overcome that infrastructure deficit. And I feel good about the fact I was able to convince the voters that that was something we needed to do. And we've uh, created 50,000 jobs in the last 10 years. So now we have a lot of young people moving to Colorado Springs to take those really good job opportunities we have. The gross domestic product of the city has grown by a third in eight years. It's never grown that much in that short a period of time. So to put that in perspective, it took 143 years to get a $30 billion annual economy. It took eight years to go from 30 to $40 billion. Is there anything that you didn't anticipate coming into office, things that surprised you? How about a worldwide pandemic? You know, I went to exercises for wildfires, for ransomware attacks, but when uh, worldwide pandemics only come around about every hundred years, it's not something that you exercise for. And it was a it was a real experience. I, in hindsight, feel very good about the way we handled it, and I give credit to uh, Governor Polis. We shut down for a period of time until we could figure out, you know, exactly what we were facing. But we reopened the economy as quickly as you could under the circumstances. And ironically enough, and who would have thought this at the time, we benefited in the post-pandemic world because all these things that are being insourced back to the United States as a result of our experience in the pandemic, such as microchips, that is having an enormous benefit for Colorado Springs because we have a history as a producer of microchips. And so, you know, we've had three major announcements where microchip businesses are onshoring and coming back to Cairo Springs, and we're returning to our roots as Silicon Mountain. And so while you shepherded the city through the COVID-19 pandemic, there were also social justice protests here and throughout the country. I assume that's not something that you train for as well. Tell me about that. Well, actually, you know, having been district attorney and uh, attorney general, I remember one time I had a thousand protesters outside the attorney general's office when I was there. So it was something that I was aware of. Aside from what was going on nationally, we had a police officer shooting here, the Devon Bailey shooting. Mm -hmm. And my experience having reviewed hundreds and hundreds of police shootings in my career, I think, uh, helped me kind of come to the some realizations about what was going to happen there. The first time I watched the tape, I knew that it was a justified shooting from a criminal justice perspective, but I also knew that there would be a lot of protest about it. And I, you know, I talked to the police and I said, our job is to make sure people have the ability to exercise their First Amendment rights, but we protect the citizens uh, from any personal injury and property damage. That's, that's our job. Now, you grew up in Colorado Springs. 
I'm just curious what it is like to lead a city where you grew up and see how things have changed. It's it's a great honor and a great privilege to have been the mayor of my hometown. I literally grew up with this city. When I was adopted in 1951, I was born in Denver, adopted when I was three weeks old. This was a city of uh, 40,000 people. People ask me, what's the best job you ever had? I think probably the best job I ever had was attorney general. But if somebody says, what's the most satisfying job you've had? No question about it. Being mayor of Colorado Springs because we were able to accomplish so many things that were not easy to accomplish. And you're fond of paraphrasing Wallace Stegner and saying it's important to build a city that matches our surrounding scenery. Certainly that attracts people and that was really the premise of the city. How do you feel like you've lived up to that? And are there pressures to live up to that thought by General Palmer and those early founders, what they envisioned? I think a lot about uh, General Palmer. He founded this city. It's one of the few cities in America founded on the basis of aesthetics. And here we are, you know, 152 years later, 500,000 people later. But I think we have the same challenge he did. How do we build this city and still maintain that quality of life? I feel like I've, I've done my part, and I feel very good about that. There are people like me who've lived here all their life who think the city's, you know, gotten way too big, uh, all that kind of stuff. I don't think they understand what would be involved in telling people they can't move here. I think the constraints have to be natural constraints like water availability and things like that and not artificial constraints like we don't want you here. I, I don't want to be too direct, but I don't want to be the next boulder who feigns kind of a place for everybody, but really it's a a place for the very, very rich. And do you plan to stay involved in the city in any way, advisory capacities or serving on a board? I know you have another job lined up, but you certainly have a lot of institutional experience. You know, I'm not sure what my formal roles will be. I told Yemi that he can call on me for advice anytime with an assurance that I won't make any public statements about what our conversations are, things like that. I think that's very important. I'll be low-key. I don't think people going out of office should spend a whole lot of time critiquing the next person. I'm going to be more active in philanthropy. I've got an autobiography coming out in in June. I've got kind of a compelling personal story. Didn't determine the identity of my natural mother until I was 39. I had 11 half-brothers and sisters that didn't know I existed. And then I've had a very interesting career. You know, I've been in the room where it happened quite a few times. Do you have any parting thoughts for the citizens of Colorado Springs? We need an engaged citizenry in this city. As the city grows, we're going to have continuing challenges with making sure the infrastructure keeps up with the growth. We need to be very conscious of our water supply. And we need to be, as I like to say, very, very conscious about the challenge of making sure that we build a city that matches our scenery. That was outgoing Colorado Springs Mayor John Southers speaking with KRCC's Abigail Beckman. Southers served for eight years and is term limited. His successor, Mayor-elect Yemi Mobilade, will be sworn into office on Tuesday.